what's up everyone? This is Stuart and you are listening to Warrior Redefine. This podcast was designed to educate you, to help give perspective, and to leave you inspired. So without further ado, let's get into our episode. So I thought about what I would do for this episode and um you know, I had something that was on my heart for a while, but what really kicked me off to do this podcast, to do this episode in particular, was the death, the unfortunate death of Chadwick Boseman. Um, for those who don't know, that is the main actor who played Black Panther, and he passed away um, dealing with colon cancer. And he was dealing with that over the course of four years, uh, and it was a stage. It was at stage three. Um, this shook a lot of people up, and um, it also shook me because I really liked him as an actor and everything that you know he he's done. So to hear about this and not even be aware of what was going on with him you know, really brought a shock to the community. And so I thought about just how a lot a lot of times our heroes and our lives, we may not know the battle that they are going through. And I think it's important to talk about that because these unknown battles can also help other people. So, um, you know, with my own personal story, I wanted to talk about my hero and the struggles that he has gone through and how I've been inspired by him. This person is my father. For you guys who don't know me very well, um, you know, my dad has been my biggest inspiration Um, since I was a child, because he just really was like, to me, he was like my Superman, I guess. Um, And he, it didn't matter what he had to do. He always provided, he always was there, regardless of what situation he was in. He just, he just somehow managed to do these things. But I wanted to talk about something that he still goes through and for those people who know me very well you know that this topic is you know really close to my heart um but it's made me look at my dad still as my my hero and the person that I can always go to in regards to how to navigate this life how to overcome hardship because his life has encompassed a lot of hardship he struck he struggles with a disease called multiple sclerosis now for those who don't know what it is it's a disabling disease which the immune system basically eats away at the protect uh, protective covering of nerves so uh, for those who are like science people or even kind of remember like the myelin sheet that covers your nerves, basically your immune system is eating at that. And for those who know why the myelin sheath is important, 
it's sending signals from your was the um pathway basically in which signals from your brain goes to your muscles and so once that myelin sheath starts getting deteriorated those signals get weaker and weaker and so what could happen is that your limbs may not be working as well as they should be um, there can be pain that's associated with that um, and it can affect you in different ways um, the most common thing you'll probably see is someone maybe not walking um, their vision gets impaired or even just weakness you know that person may not be able to move or do the things that they used to do and so I had to deal with this for my entire childhood and you know even till this day I, I still handle that and you know it's been a progression so it's been a hard it's been hard watching basically your your hero be deteriorating in front of you you know and I think that anyone who you know has a hero you know looks at them as someone who cannot be defeated who cannot get um, destroyed or, or be weak you know and I had to deal with that from a young age I remember my dad and I, you know, we used to just play fight, you know, when I was a child. And, you know, that was that was fun. He, you know, of course, he always won. But, um, you know, we always used to play fight. And, you know, so I remember him being strong. And, you know, he was able to do bicep curls with my with me hanging on him. As I'm pretty sure every father does with their child because it's just fun. Um but I remember that and the progression in which uh, multiple sclerosis really took on for him. And you wouldn't think that he was going through anything because there was no clear way of, there was no clear way of him, you know, really showing that. So how I ended up, um, you know, watching his progression and it was a subtle like changes that happened. Um, you know, I remember when I was younger, probably around like nine or ten. You know, my dad wasn't able to work um, just because you know he was diagnosed, and employers wouldn't really hire him anymore. Um, you know, not full time at least. And so, you know, my dad did a lot of, <clears throat> sorry, my dad did a lot of part-time jobs, um, you know, just trying to, you know, make ends meet and provide for us. But I remember him, um, well, one time in particular, I remember, you know, I was just hanging out with him and he was like changing his shirt and, um. You know, when he hit the top, you know, to try, you know, taking off his shirt all the way, he was like literally stuck. Like he couldn't, 
he couldn't like move to get his shirt off and um you know as a child back then I just thought he was playing around so I was laughing and uh <laughs> it wasn't so much as a funny thing um but you know in the end he was fine there um I remember other times where you know he didn't have any feeling in his feet even though he was able to walk around you know I remember him saying like yo like I can't you know, feel me walking, um, and another time where I knew it got worse, I forgot how old I was, but essentially, I just remember that I was, it was like kind of a family function, we were at a park, um, well, my, my family was basically like sitting at this like on the street, um, we, it's like kind of like a block party ish type thing, I guess. And me and my cousin were in a park just playing around, and this group of, you know, young bulls decided, you know, talk some smack. So, you know, I talked smack back, and they didn't like that very much. So, it decided to roll on me. Um, lo and behold, my cousin got my dad. And then, you know, like things were cool, but, you know, my dad had to yell and he as you know, he couldn't even run anymore. Um, and that's when I realized, you know, this was really taking a hold of him. Like this disease really did get to him like that. So I didn't notice anything else, but um, until I got into my college years, but I knew that I was happier to have him, you know, knowing that he was struggling with everything. Um, he still was very present and still is very present in my life. Um, but I remember when I started track and he would come to my meets, you know, still dealing with everything. You know, he would be at every sporting event that he could, whether it was throughout my high school career, whether it was throughout my age group career, um, all those things really meant a lot to me, especially knowing that he was dealing with his own things, you know. So I remember him being um, basically as healthy as I am, you know, being able to work out, um, you know, just, just being active to you know, going to a cane, then going to two canes, um, and then having to use a walker at some times. And then um, when I was in college, he really became more bedridden. Um, and there were a lot of difficulties when I hit college. Um, and multiple sclerosis really really took hold of him. Um, so I wanted to also share a little bit of my experience with being a college athlete and handling a sick father. So as I mentioned before in other episodes, I was in swimming. And for those who are swimmers, um, you really spend a lot of time in the pool. You spend your time at weight room and you spend your time, you know, with your team 
And of course, you're still a student overall. So you still got to focus in on your academics. So there was a lot, you know, going on as a college student and a not only college student, but a college athlete. Um, so I had a lot of time constraints. You know, there were days I was on campus all day, all night, you know, and that's just the nature of, you know, college. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But I also lived at home. I was a commuter student. Um, so, you know, I still had to deal with the challenges of being at home. And because now my dad was more bedridden, there was additional care that I needed to do to, you know, help him. I still remember having to help him with uh, helping him get to classes, um, you know, like part exercise classes. Um, I remember having to, you know, just anytime I was home, you know, just doing some things for him, going out to the store. So responsibility really came on me. And, you know, to be, I guess, kind of a, I would say like man in the house, but, you know, not really because ultimately I never made those like big decisions or anything but in order to help maintain the house and help I guess maintain just like daily living I had to you know step up and do some things you know as a man while being in college so it was difficult and it provided a lot of challenges um and one of the well, the two biggest things that I had to deal with was um, the first one, I was uh, I actually had the ability to study abroad. I, I went to Scotland um, two times in my life, um, and both of them was for a year, so it was really great. Um, but the first time I had to leave for a year, um, it was hard. It was hard because... You know, my dad pretty much just got bedridden, um, you know, so I was leaving at a time where I was unsure of how the rest of my family was going to support my dad. Um, I know they would, but, you know, as a, you know, as a male and as someone who you know, wants to have a family at some point, you know, I wanted to, you know, be there for my dad and to help him. And I think anyone would want to be there for their parent as best as they could. Um, but I couldn't let the opportunity of me studying abroad go away. It's It was kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So um, I did take it, and, you know, that was hard. You know, it took an emotional toll on me and um you know luckily was able to you know come back my dad was fine um <clears throat> and I just continued on my swimming career and finished that out but um my senior year of swimming in college definitely had um had more trying times because he was bedridden by then and I had to, you know, be a lot more present along with still being, you know, an athlete. So 
trying to, you know, graduate on time. And I remember having to, you know, try taking care of myself um, because I was doing a lot. You know, I was actively involved in sport. I was cooking. I was helping maintain the house. You know, I never had really a day off to do nothing or, you know, just to even have like a, a, a breathing time. There was just a lot going on. And I remember having to set some boundaries for myself because I would remember going to practice in the afternoon and I would be just exhausted. I would be emotionally drained and my coaches noticed and, you know, I was very um, distant from people because in between, you know, working out, trying to get my thesis done, trying to just graduate and handle being at home was difficult. You know, I felt like I put a lot of effort and heart in different places where, you know, it, it was necessary but at the same time, I still needed some time for myself and, you know, I had to find that. So what I ended up doing, honestly, was just staying on campus until, you know, it was late or time to go to bed and, you know, get up the next day to go do it. Um, so, you know, that's what I had to do. But um, I don't want to have it so that you guys are thinking oh this is just a it, it's been a difficult time and that's it no there there's been really great times and i think this is what i really want to leave you guys with so even with the difficulty of being a college student a college athlete having different opportunities to you know go away and still grow there are key things that you can do to actively be with your parent um, who may be going through a difficult time, um, who may be handling different diseases or um, different medical issues. So three things that I learned was to always encourage that person or maybe my dad to never stop moving with multiple sclerosis it is a debilitating disease and the less you use those muscles the easier it is for the disease to really take hold I learned that you know through watching you know my dad but also listening to other people who dealt with or who are still dealing with multiple sclerosis. Some people have never left um, what they were doing. So I know there was people who, you know, they're not swimmers, but they, you know, do that water walking. <laughs> um, they do that water walking. And so they, you know, they still have that function of walking and still trying to, you know, do some daily living. Um, for those who also are dealing with it, there are treatments that are available. There is no cure at the moment, but there are 
treatment options to slow the progression down. And so that is really important. So, you know, really reach out and figure out what your options are for treatment and how you can stay active. And the last thing that I want to leave with you guys, especially if you're actively in this situation now, is to just be present. Even though it was difficult for me to go through everything that I did, being present has given him strength along with giving me strength. Sometimes you can't deny the reality of things, even though you don't want to believe it. It's still there. It's still present. But guess what? Time is precious. And if you can't, if you can't deal with it, if you can't deal with, you know, the things that are going on, you got to learn how to because time is short. I didn't think four years of college would go by so quickly. I didn't even think my grad school would go by so quickly. But I've been able to see and be with my dad and learn from him and have conversations with him that I will never ever forget. And I'll never forget those times. Even though they were hard, it was something that I will hold precious for the rest of my life. And I remember him being present for me because even while going through everything, he still showed up to my sporting events to the best of his abilities. So for home swim meets, he would still show up even when he could only be in a wheelchair. We figured it out. It would be it would take him hours to, you know, and a lot of support to get to my event. But he made it. Every home meet that he could, he did. And I truly appreciated that. So be present. Make sure that you encourage your sick parent or maybe the sick person that you know is going through something. You know, encourage them. Encourage them because treatments may be available. Never stop moving because it's a gift, you know, as much as we take advantage of us being able to move, you know, there are people out here that wish that they could walk, they could run, they could jump. They wish that they can do that. So, you know, make sure that you are encouraging them. Because that support is also going to be what helps them to get through those humps. So, I want to leave you with those things. And I want you to, today, just tell your hero that you love them. Or tell them that you admire them. Because you never know what can happen and, you know, it's scary to think that, but truly, just just do it. You never know what word someone needs. You never know what 
a thank you could really do. And that's what's really going to make a difference in this world. So even with dealing with everything and the challenges that I went through or my dad is still going through, we're still present. We're still living to the best of our abilities. And you know what? We're present there. We're present for each other. So I hope you got a lot from this episode. I want to thank you for your time and listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at Warrior Redefined. You can follow me where I'll be posting up some content uh, at least three times out of the week. And don't forget to leave out a warrior. I'm your host, Stuart. Peace. Thank you.